Welcome to Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Ann Pack, spiritual guide into all things life transformational. And today we have a special friend of mine, Tanya Tyler, who is with us. Thank you, Tanya, for joining us today. Thank you, Ms. Marianne, for the opportunity. I'm so glad you're here. Um, her website is confidentstrides.com. So can you tell us uh, who Tanya Tyler is and what good things you bring into the world? Um, Tanya Tyler is a retired military uh, sergeant from 2010, and I have been on a spiritual journey since then trying to figure out who is this Tanya. And it wasn't until like last year, I got a little bit more clarity. And so I created a podcast because I was um, envisioned to do something good in the world. And as you say, what, what good do I bring? I like to bring people the opportunity to share their stories. So that's why I created the podcast. I allow people to share what's on their hearts, what's what, what message they want to put out to the world. So that's, that's what I like to do. I just like to share what people want to put out there. Awesome. You call yourself a confidence and accountability coach. So tell us a little bit about what that means. What does that mean to you? What does that do for people? Well, it, um, the, the confidence part really started with me, like I said, as I was going through my, um, my, my spiritual walk, I, I, you know, I started walking. I'm an avid walker. So that's how the whole name of Confidence Rides came about. I'm, I, I walk. And for years, I had that title of Confidence Rides, but I didn't know exactly how it would all come together. And um, like I said, as I continued my journey on my exercising and walking, I got more clarity. So, but then I also realized that I was changing. So the quiet, shy, quiet Tanya was no longer there. It was like, this whole new bold, uh, in your face type kind of woman. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is what confidence is like. And it wasn't like I aimed to do it. It was just something that just happened. So that's part of where the whole trust your process because you don't know exactly what I say the universe, what your intention is, you, what, your, what, what God has in store for you. You just don't know. So you just have to trust the little, I say the little seedlings that you get along the way. That was my little nuggets that I picked up. And the more I started realizing that confidence strides is not just a name anymore, it's a lifestyle. So that's what I really teach people of how to build their confidence and learning how to trust that little still voice. Some people call it God, some people call it intuition, but it's that little small still voice that's like trying to guide you. Your inner GPS is saying, hey, baby, come here, I got you. So that's what I'm trying to say is like, trust people to learn that, you know, there's something that's trying to guide you to what you need to do here in this, in this world. Absolutely. I, I love her, that, that inner GPS, that, uh, the guidance system that we have. And it truly is because, uh, our inner being loves us, cherishes us, is rooting for us and is always there. Like you said, come this way, come this way, come. So, uh, I, I love that. And I love the confident strides that, that you were talking about, you know, as you walk, it just started changing you. You started becoming aware of things. Yes, yes. I, your voice. Yeah, uh, what it was, Miss Marianne, is uh, like when I walked in the beginning, 
I was stressed. <laughs> That's really the whole point of why I started walking. I was going on a bunch. I was going through some some financial issues a couple of years ago, and the only way I knew to really calm myself was to get back into nature. So I always walked. I'm, I'm from Connecticut, so that's what we do. We walk cornfields when I was a kid, yeah. So um, I know I would find a park. So if I found a park, I, I was in peace. So I would start walking. And the more I started walking, the more I, you know, peace I found, more clarity I was getting. I didn't understand exactly all the stuff was going on, but as I was reading, I was reading books and I was trying to like figure out who is this, this God sources. I keep hearing about, you know, God this and God that. I was like, what, what, what is this God that everybody talks about? So the more I continue to walk, the more I could, you know, I studied and I could start understanding the Bible stories as I could see it played out in nature. Mm -hmm. So really nature was really um, the source of my understanding. And so I always connect, connected back to nature and my nature walk. So when they started off with easing my stress, now they become my clarity walk. So if I need clarification or I need guidance or I need something to get me off that ledge of like, do I really want to do this? I, I have to get clarity first and usually a walk or now like so I started running, I'll always provide me that clarity. So I try to teach people who come into the facility groups that find the easiest thing you do, find some activity that's going to give you the clarity and peace that you need. And then just trust that the process is going to take you through a whole metamorphosis that you don't even know. Just enjoy the ride because it's a, what what you put into yourself pays the biggest dividends at the end. Absolutely. And a lot of times I think that we get more clarity and peace when we're in nature because we don't have resistance. We go into nature with the intent to enjoy it. And so we're not telling that that ugly old twisted tree, you know, shape up, you know, and, and have resistance against it. We understand, oh, my gosh, it weathered so many storms and yet it's still green and alive, but it's twisted and gnarly. And we see its beauty. Yet when we talk to one another so many times. <laughs> We complain about each other and we hold such resistance or even within ourselves that mean girl talk. Um, but when we get in nature, like you said, when we get in nature, it's, it's uh, so calming. I mean, even the science behind forest bathing, um, because the chemistry that the, the chemicals that the trees put off is so amazing for our chemistry, our neuro, um, uh, and our well-being. So, you know, we're just putting ourselves right in the perfect spot that would just like take us in and say, here, let me calm you. Let me give you some peace. Let me provide that for you. So then we can hear that inner being talking to us. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So um, today's topic was about enjoying the ride and trusting your inner voice and the process. So what is, what is that enjoying the ride? What, what, what are we talking about when you say enjoying the ride? Um, again, like I said, Ms. Marianne, it's, it's, I say the ride 
is life. Whatever life is bringing you is the ride. You know, you don't know what twists and turns, what hills and, and valleys you're going to go through. But if you learn to just like find your, uh, I would say for me, I always call it an anchor point. My anchor point is a, a good walk or a run or something like that. That's that what that's what always brings me back to like center. You know, some people do yoga, some people do, you know, all these other different things. But I always find, find your anchor point, something that's going to ground you because life is your ride and what you offer in, in in what life is offering up to you is how you like perceive it you know we can perceive it as a struggle or we can perceive it as something beautiful our our perception is what really gives us the clarity and the peace and and the the uh, the, the i can't really the the enjoyment out of life is if you're if you're looking at life with rose colored glasses, like, oh, everything is just dingy. Of course, everything's gonna, it's gonna keep bringing you stuff to make you think, oh yeah, this is dingy. But if you're like clear those lenses and he's like, oh my goodness, this is so beautiful. Like the clarity walk, the green grass, the hearing the birds chirp. It's just, it's just the word, the birds aren't worried about where the food's coming from. So why are you stressing about where your, where your next, you know, what your next blessing's gonna come from? Because like I said, when I could see it, when I could read it in, the stories and the books and stuff like that, but I can actually see it played out in nature. It's, it's just like one of those twofold lessons that like, ooh. So like I said, I've been realizing what's really is like, we're stressing ourselves out. We don't have to make life so you know hard. It's, yes. it's what you make of it. Enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey, enjoy everything that's coming to you because it's actually trying to get you to either open your eyes, maybe change the direction. It's trying to get you to, to see something. And if we just open up our eyes and see, you know, expand that view, you can see so much more. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, I was just, I, when I was sitting on the porch this morning, that's kind of one of my little my, me times, um, or Randy and I will sit out there and sip coffee and just visit for a little bit. But I was out there before he got out there. And so I was sitting there just, just taking in the bird song and the light coming up and the, you know, just enjoying it. And I, I thought about just, just, it's, there's those times when you get real serious. I'm just, a, I tend to be a serious person, you know, because I take everything so seriously, my work or my family or whatever. And, um, and yet my spiritual mentor, Abraham Hicks talks about, there's nothing serious going on here. And I think, you know, sometimes it's like, how can you say this? This is a big deal, you know? And then you have to go, wait, in the scheme of eternity, <laughs> this is not even a nanosecond, you know? So the value of understanding that, that that broader perspective, that inner voice is, is got this under control and, and, um, and it is calling us those step-by-steps. And when we can be quiet enough to hear and like you do your walking or running. So, so about this inner voice, how do you trust your inner voice? How do we do that? Because I know it, when, when it comes to intuition and listening to our inner voice, um, so many coaches, you know, teach it different ways. And, but I want to hear your, your interpretation of that because it's always valuable to hear everybody's um, take on our intuition. Well, 
I will say my um, starting that <laughs> little still voice code, I always can tell you a little bit of how it all started for me is I remember this just like, like the first little inkling that I realized it's like something's talking to me. <laughs> I, was, I was in a car accident well, a couple of years ago. I was in, involved in a car accident and the car was spinning out of control. And at the time I heard this, it was like loud in my head. You would think somebody was in the car. That's how loud it was to me. And it was like brace for impact. And I'm like, hell. So I was like, the car is not going to stop. I'm going to hit the cement wall. It's sort of like all this stuff is coming together. And the small voice inside is like brace for impact. So I was like, all I knew is like, okay, this car is not going to stop. I'm going to hit the wall. So I hit, the, I, you know, prepare for me to hit the wall. So we hit the wall and I stopped. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, that's that was a unique experience. I never it never really paid attention to my inner thoughts. You never never really paid attention to the small voice. So when I was sitting in the back of the police car, because you know they have to do the investigation as to what happened to this accident, and I'm talking to myself and I'm looking, oh my god, I'm doing this, and I know I did all this, and something again says, Tanya, shut up. <laughs> you know, they're recording this, right? So I'm like gather myself together and I started to do it. And I just started listening to what the little voice was saying in my head. I didn't know what it was. I just started hearing it a little bit more, you know? And so I was paying attention and I started reading. So I started reading books and I know because, you know, success or, you know, other people have had the experience. So maybe I can learn what other people, it was in the Bible, you know, I'm reading all these different things. So I was like, at one point, Miss Miss Marion, I was so caught up in trying to figure out what the Bible was saying towards what these books I was reading. I had them like lined up and seeing those descriptions matter. That's how caught up I was because I had that military mindset. It's like, is this true? Is this true? So the more I started listening to it and I, and I would start studying, I would pick up things on YouTube. I would listen to, you know, um, uh, motivational, you know, videos, spiritual videos. I was gathering all this, like gathering all this knowledge. That's me. I gathered it all in. And then I would go for a walk. And then that's when it will all process. It would start to take, I could understand the stuff that was in the Bibles and the books and, and it would start to be able to, to be seen. And I, but it was the quiet time that I spent with myself, not, not putting the music on, just, just, I mean, you're walking, you can actually take your, you know, if you want to take a podcast, take, but some books said, if you want to connect, just get quiet, leave some of that stuff behind. So I started leaving it behind. And then some of the books would like pay attention to that small voice. And I'm thinking they're like, pay attention to what that voice is saying. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, if you pay attention and I'm thinking maybe somebody's onto something. So like I studied uh, Eckhart Tolle. He was like, there's the small voices telling you. Then there's another uh, voice is telling you everything that you're thinking. So I was like, OK, so I'm hearing two different voices, that, that kind, gentle voice. And I'm hearing that 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 um, that that, you know, that you're going to do this type of, you know, there's one, you know, there's two different voices. I can't really explain it, but I, you can actually, if you just start listening to it, you can pick up the two different voices of who's talking to you. So I said the walks really helped me hone that because I started leaving the, the, the noise behind, you know, and then when you get that still silent voice, you can start picking up whether it's the voice in your head, like that ego voice, and you can hear that gentle voices saying I love you so that you can start to pick up those two different voices so when I talk about uh, my accountability group it's just to get them to I can't tell them for themselves what the voices are I can't tell them how to differentiate their voice all I do is just give them the activities that will give them the chance to quiet the voice so they're like if I don't understand I'm like well, I'm telling you go for a walk Shh. 
Don't say nothing. Do some yoga. I'm telling you to do this, not analyze it. Just do it. And you get the clarity as you go. So that's the way I try to tell them is just because I can't tell you what activity it will be, but I try to get them to expand their thinking. Just think out the box. If you if you never gone for a walk, maybe take a walk around the park. You know, just do something <laughs> because it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. Yeah, that's that's what I I like to teach. That you know, our intuition, that little small voice, is something we have to develop a relationship with. And typically, that small voice is a whisper. It's a still small voice. So when is the best time to hear a whisper? <laughs> it's in that stillness. when We don't have a lot going on. There's not a lot of distractions. So going for a walk in nature, a perfect place, because there aren't a lot of distractions. It's everything that you're seeing is something pleasant. And, um, and also for me, I think, you know, I feel like my intuition, you can feel the difference. You know, you can, that knowing, it's that feeling. This intuitive voice, this small voice, always, is, it feels good to listen to. That ego voice or that monkey on your shoulder or that mean girl, <laughs> inner mean girl. They're not very nice. No. So you can, I mean, you can even by just feeling how it makes you feel when you hear those voices will help you distinguish. Don't you think? Yeah, that's why I just, I really want them to, to be aware that there are voices in your head. There's one that's like screaming at you and telling you every, giving you your whole narrative. You're like, okay, he's constantly talking, just shush. And then there's one that's like, oh, you got him to be quiet. Now I can talk. So it's just like, you know, there's two, two voices in your head. And I didn't, like I said, they talk to you so often, but people don't even realize. Here's one thing I learned. And this is a good, this is how I was realizing that there was voices inside my head that was like talking and you're not crazy. It's just something that is out there. I would start riding with the car. If I had like a period of time, I would turn the radio off. Mm -hmm. And at some time I would reach the turn, the station. And I realized that the music's not on. That's the voice in your head. That's uh, that constant noise is talking. And I realized I was like, and you start catching yourself. Oh my God, I'm turning a channel and the radio's not on. That's the voice in your noise in your head that you've got to like shut out. So there's like, there's like little indications to tell you whether you're on the right track or not. Cause so like, or, or like when I would walk and some of the, the one exercise they would always make me, you know, in the books, they would tell you, pay attention to how you would talk to yourself versus how you would talk to a friend. Yeah. And if you're saying like, if you say something, you're like, Oh girl, that was stupid. And you're saying in your head, that's not a good voice to talk to, you know, to yourself. Would you say that to your friend? And so it's like all these little, I call them anchor points, awareness points. So it's like, wait a minute, I've been talking to myself. And the inner voice inside is, is the biggest thing that's either bringing you to your goal or away from your goal. And so that's when I started realizing, you know, this is something powerful that people, if they just, like I said, it's not the activity but it's the clarity that you get from the activity is what's the most important thing. So it doesn't have to be walking. It doesn't have to be running, but whatever gives you that clarity, that quiet, it could just be laying in your bed and looking at the trees way, whatever, but do something that just silences the voices in your head. Yeah. 
Yeah, because <clears throat> I mean, that's why I, I do. I'm a big proponent of meditation, quiet mind meditation, not guided meditation necessarily. There's a place for that, but a quiet mind meditation where you're actually focusing on maybe a quiet ambient sound or birds chirping outside of your windows or you're sitting outside or a babbling brook or some kind of a quiet ambient sound, maybe the whirring of a, a ceiling fan or something. But when you can focus your attention down to that little kind of boring sound where it stops stimulating your thoughts, it also stops stimulating your resistant thoughts. Those ones that that other one over there chattering <clears throat> that's that's holding you apart from hearing the one that you really want to hear that that has the good guidance for us. So, um, yeah, so I'm a big proponent of, of a quiet mind meditation, you know. Yeah. Can I just add one thing, though? I, I, I'm a big proponent of some kind of get some kind of physical activity first, because sometimes it helps you that 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 it tires you out. So when you're tired, that resistance goes down a little bit. That's why I always say try to do something that's going to get the energy flowing because it's going to tire your brain out to think he's like, I'm too tired to think. So it's true. I'm just too tired to think. So you just lay there and you just enjoy it. You just just relish in the moment, you know, because it's like you burnt that energy. All you can do is just listen now. I like that. I hadn't thought about it like that, that, that it would actually, you know, it burns down some of the resistance just from physical physical activity. That's good. That's <laughs> Here's the one thing I thought, this is another thing that I get on a walk. It's like we have a three-part, I always call it a three-part um, system. You know, your mind, body, and soul. It all works together. It always was working together. So if you know something in your head, like if you know you got to confront somebody, pay attention to your body. Your body is giving you signs that this is something you have to say. So like, I would say it's like, I always call it your cheer, your, your, your boardman or your, your cheer board or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Your, your uh, directory board. It's a directory. Oh, yes, you yes. got the mind, body, and your spirit. All three of them are working together. If they're all in alignment, it makes things so much easier. So like I said, if you can get that body to resist, it's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to just lay here. You got no choice but to just lay there. <laughs> just be silent because you're tired. <laughs> I love it all it. works together. Yes, 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 yes. So um, you also talk about the process. So, you know, again, so many people have different ideas about what the process is, like it's some kind of secret magic or something or whatever, you know. So what are you, what are you referring to when you talk about trusting that process? And how do you trust a process? Because you might not be seeing it and we're very visual, we're very sensory people, you know, and, um, that that's out there that in this ethereal realm <laughs> that we can't see. So share a little right. bit about that. The way I see to me, Miss Marion, it was like I, I got the vision of four pillars. There's like four pillars that help you balance your life out. To me, my my first pillar was the physical. So if I could get a, um, a good routine down, that was the physical pillar that gave me the strength to be able to go on to the next pillar, which is like, it could be either intellectual or your spiritual pillar, but it always, they were all interconnected. So if you get your body right, 
then you start working on your mind because you're like, okay, I just walked three miles. There's no way I'm going to put my, you know, eat, uh, you know, a fat burger. So now it's, it's affecting your mindset. So it goes from your, your, you know, your body to your mind. And so that becomes a mindset. Then you're like, okay, well, what is this mindset of mine? What is this? I want to read more. So you start getting an intellectual mindset. You start reading, start studying, start learning and stuff like that. And then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm getting this whole process, but how do I work into this? So then takes you into a spiritual. So there's like four pillars. I said, your physical, your emotional, your intellectual, and your spiritual. And I figure it all, it doesn't matter which one process you start with. Some people start with, you know, reading start questioning, you know, that inner voice and start, well, what am I taking in on process? It could take you to the spiritual or it could take you to the emotional side. Well, how do I control my emotions? And then you're like, okay, I, I, I like the way I feel in my head. How do I get my body right? So it doesn't, it always seems to be interconnected. There's always a flow that goes into one of those realms. So I always say, it doesn't matter which pillar you choose, choose one pillar and I'm sure you're going to be intertwined into the other one as you start paying attention because there's four pillars that we all seem to like to me it seems like it founds a, forms a foundation that's your foundation and then once you get that strong foundation then you can build upon so then like I said your finances becomes um, a byproduct of a, a healthy strong foundation of your mental spiritual emotional and you know, those four pillars. So that's why I refer my four pillars. That's the process because I start with physical and then it took me to the emotional, spiritual, and you know, that way. But that gave me my foundation. And then from now, like building onto the podcast, it's now giving me a, um, a platform. I can bring it to other people because now I have a whole strong foundation on myself. I can take it to the other. So it's like, you know, I, me, we, you know, it's just a whole process. You just grow from you're as a nucleus until the expanding out to, you know, to the universe, to you, to what you do. You're like that little oak, you know, you, and then you grow into the, you know, the tree and then you can branch out. So that's where I feel like you just, it's a process of growth. Right. I don't know if that explains it the best, but it, it's just the four pillars is what I, I think are yeah, your foundation. I definitely like that, that four pillars and, and what you're building on that is the out, you know, is the outgrowth of, of that foundation, like you said, you know, your finances may improve, you have richer relationships, you know, you may, whatever, whatever your desires are, and they just, then they have a secure foundation, you know, because all of these are swirling around, but giving you that secure place to, I love that. So physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual. Yes. They were the four pillars. That's what I call the four pillars. Wow. I like that. I like that really well. And then from there, you just, you just grow. Yeah. You can't help but grow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we're, we're here to grow. We're, you can't stay, you know, stationary. We, we just can't eternal. The eternalness of eternity is always calling us to create more. You know, I say the, the mantra of the universe is more. It's always calling for more. And so as we're building on this foundation, we have more to go. You know, we're, we're building in our lives for more. So um, tell us a little bit about your, tell us some more about your podcast and where people can find it. Because I would love to, you know, share that with them because. Okay, uh, my podcast is actually on Anchor, and I'm actually on YouTube, 
but um, it's under the title of Confident Strides. And um, so if you can find Confident Strides, you there's my Confidence Strides is my umbrella. So you, you never know what else is going to expand, but it takes the podcast. So the podcast is really, it started off with basically interviews. Now I'm starting to add in a few little tippets of, you know, little my little insight, but, you know, it's really mainly geared, geared toward the, um, the uh, interviews that I get people. Because like I said, I think I, my platform is to share um, what people want to share that's my how I grow because I can learn some stuff from other people. So I love when they pour in their their insights. Plus, then I can expand on other people. So yeah, the podcast is really about interviews. But you might start getting a little bit more snippet about my my insight here and there. But mm-hmm. it's really about the the uh, what other people are bringing to the podcast. But you'll I have, um, like I said, on Anchor is Confidence Rides uh, or Coffee with Tea on Confidence Rides, and then Anchor um. YouTube is Confidence Rise, but you'll see the podcast, Coffee with Tea. Awesome. So on Anchor is Confident, it is uh, Coffee it's with Tea? No, uh, Coffee with Tea on Confidence Rides. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Very good. And T is the letter T. T, right? yeah, just the T. <laughs> But you're, but even though it's hosted on Anchor, is it's distributed other places, other podcast platforms? Yeah, I'm on. I know Spotify. Uh, you know, you know all the Apple, I Breaker, Apple, Apple, all those are on there. But yeah, another way you can find me too is on. Um, I'm on Confidence Strides on uh, Facebook, or you can do Coffee with Tea podcast on um, Facebook. I'm on there as well. So awesome. Good. So that's how people can find you or follow you. You can find me. Yep. Good, good, good. So do you have anything else you'd like to, maybe you'd like to touch on that I didn't ask you about, but you'd love to share because you're just chomping at the bit. Share this <laughs> wonderful words of wisdom. <laughs> um, you know what, Miss Mary? I think it's just, I'm just, I'm loving the opportunity to be able to connect with people. And like I said, I, I didn't have, if I went off of my own little small vision, you wouldn't even have half the stuff that you see got out there. So it's like, I trust, you know, it's, it's not going to be easy. Trust me, it's not easy. But as you start to get that little step, the little momentum will grow. And I'm saying, just listen to that little still voices. Like, the quiet one that's like, hey, I'm your friend. Not the one that's like, you should do this. If you ever hear you should do that, you, you mm-hmm. listen to the wrong voice. <laughs> but the one that says, I love you, no matter what, I'm here. That's the one you want to start picking up because that's the one that's really going to get you to where you need to go. And so I always say, I got, I don't know if you can hear it, but surround yourself with, with great friends and tools that's going to remind you that you're doing what you need to do. And so that my anchor always reminds me, you're bold, motivated, and worthy because you are. You're worthy of all the good that God has for you. That's, that's the bottom line. You are worthy of all the good that God has for you. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I think how much time we get. We, that, that goodness, our innate goodness gets squelched. And we forget then who we are. I saw something, matter of fact, I saw it today. It was a post on Facebook. It was a little meme, but it was talking about, it said something like, um, if the words you tell yourself were written on your skin, would you still be beautiful? 
I was like, oh, I wouldn't want that, you know, tattooed on my skin what I just told myself <laughs> because, you know, that mean girl came out, you know, and, and it wasn't that. Yeah. So, so yeah. It does come out. That's, that's why I say surround yourself. I would say, you know, don't not, not like not notice that the, there's ugly in the world. You know, we cannot not turn a blind eye to it. But at the same time, turn off the televisions and, and read books and, and connect yourself with other like-minded people who are growing because those are the people that you, you know, you attract your, what they say, you attract your tribe before, you know, you know what I'm saying? Your, your, your vibe attracts your tribe. So if you're, got, you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of negativity, you might be thinking it's a reflection of where you are in your life. And I'm saying, these are just, people are nothing but a mirror of your reflection, you know? So pay attention to what you got around you. If you don't like it, you can change it. You are the co-author of your life. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And being, you know, devoted to ourselves enough to care about how we feel, to care about what we're thinking, to care about what we're saying, and to care about what we're listening to. That, that still small voice that's over there, not screaming at us, I feel like is not, um, you know, a brick over the head. Y yeah, I can get a little louder as we progress because we're not listening very carefully. But um, anyway, yeah. so. And I just want to leave one thought and it just popped in my head. And this is like one of the things I want the ladies that like think about. Um, when I started paying attention to the words, it's like, you, you know, here's the thing. It was my 70 year old neighbor across the street who gave me my dog, which started the whole process of me walking. But anyway, think about it. You, when you start paying attention to your, your thoughts and the feelings and stuff like that, you're becoming an active participant in your life. And that's the most valuable thing you can do, become an active, active participant in your own life. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just living life by default. You're actually in there designing because you want to. I love that. I love that. So um, I want to thank you for being my guest. Um, is there any other words of wisdom that you'd just like to leave us with because this has just been so delightful. Oh, I wanted to share um, your, your website is confidentstrides.com. And what can they find there on your website? What, what things do you have there? Um, well, it has a little more information. You'll see all the connections to the podcast, both on Anchor. You'll have uh, connections to the YouTube. So if you want to see how the get see other videos, you can do that from there also. We also have a link. So if you'd like to be a guest, you can find a link to the calendar to, to schedule time to be a um, come on. If you'd like to share your message, you can do that. And the newest thing that we just added on is I have an events page. So if there's any events that we have coming up, like I have on the 22nd of this month, we'll have a second session of um, our mastermind and accountability group. So that's like I said, we get a group of ladies come together, talk about our struggles, what we need to overcome, maybe share some um, wisdom points or, or that we've all experienced. And we just try to help each other become more aware of our decisions and our conscious choices and try to head towards our goal. So we don't tell you what your goal is. You, we just help you to discover what the goal is and help you become an active participant in your life. Right. 
and listening to that still small voice that, you know, and trusting it, you know, we're, we're, I don't know. I, I guess sometimes we can get so leery because we've not been able to trust other people around us. You know, maybe they failed us or disappointed us or whatever. That still small voice is not ever going to disappoint. We'll never lead you astray. You know, we'll be your best friend because that relationship with our, with our, our um, mind body and connecting with that spirit side of us to the wholeness of who we are, um, that relationship when it's in harmony and balanced, uh, that is the first and foremost, the, the, the most important relationship we'll ever have because that is the basis for every other relationship we get to experience. So if exactly. that one's off, if that one's off and you see kind of ornery people showing up all the time, well, it's because that one's off. You might be in an ornery stage right then. Uh, because is when you start blending into that wholeness of who you are and you see life more appreciative, you see through the eyes of source or God, or you, you see that loving side of people. Yes, of course, we acknowledge that there's problems in the world, but we're not going to unpack and live there. You know, we want to live in that um, nestled safely in the arms of the eternal love that we can experience and that joy. So, um, and can I just add to, cause you have me thinking you always, once you give me good nuggets and I'm like, you know, let me add on to that one. Yes. And what I'm, what I'm finding with the group, <laughs> this is what I love about the group dynamic is that people will call you on your ish. I love it because, you know, when you start talking and you're like, Oh, this isn't going right. There's going to be somebody in the group who's like, wait a minute, girl, are you hearing how you talk to yourself? So that's why I say sometimes, you know, we don't want to be around in groups, but sometimes the groups will help you get out and grow faster. So that's what I always love to do, be around, like I said, surround yourself with other like-minded people who are, who are not afraid to call you on your is. And if you're sensitive, then that's something within yourself you need to start examining. There, there's something there that needs to be looked at. If you can't handle criticism, and, it, and it's not to be like something to tear you down because more than likely the criticism that you're going to receive in a group setting of some sort is not to tear you down. It's to lift you up. So that's where it's, uh, you you have to start, like I said, maybe maybe getting out there and start connecting with other like-minded people who are like not ready to say, you know, hey, I've been there. I've been in your shoes. And I think a lot of the ladies that come in these groups that accountability groups that I've been in and some of the ones that we, we've networked in. They're there to, to help you grow and, and not take that as a negative thing, but as a positive thing. Absolutely. I, I so agree with that because, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, again, that's, that's still when, when you can help somebody see a block. I mean, when, when I send something out to people and I'm struggling with it, I'm like, please, any suggestion you have is welcome. You will not hurt my feelings because I'm looking for that help. This helps me evolve and grow and become more in the bigger person I meant to be that I wanted to be when I came into this life. And um, uh, yeah, I, I love that. I, I, I definitely, this is 
been such a fun conversation. I it I is, it is. I love talking to you. <laughs> I know this is so much fun. And definitely, you know, um, surrounding yourself with people, you know, look for things. Tanya and I are both in a um, Facebook group called Ladies Power Lunch. So look that up, get on Facebook. If you're a woman in business or in, um, you know, you're, you're working, you're in your whatever job you're in, these women in this group intentionally support each other. We are those ones that like Tanya was saying, hey, sister, <laughs> that's some, some crappy thinking going on right here. Have you thought about it this way? And sometimes those aha moments just, you know, blow your way that, oh, yeah, if I, if I felt, if I thought that way, you know, I could hear my still small voice instead of listening to Mean Girl over here you know, cutting me down and, and she was so they're there to help you. And, um, you know, so look for ladies power lunch, just go on Facebook, look for that group because Tanya and I are both there. We're both active in that group with Dr. Divya Shepard. And, um, also their website is ladiespowerlunch.com. So if you want to look at their, the website there, um, but this is a free group that just join just get together with these like-minded women that, that Tanya was telling us about. We need that support. We're not out here lone wolves, you know. We, we're not that island on our own. We are, we, we want the connection. We're relational beings. So um, I, I love that. So do you have any other last words of encouragement or wisdom or you always got something tucked away? I know, I know. <laughs> no, uh, here's, here's a freebie. And I, this is one thing I had this one woman I, I shared it with. If you are looking for a good positive affirmation, you can use this one. It's not, a, I, I won't get mad. Think of this as your BMW lifestyle. Be bold stay motivated and know that you're worthy of all the good. So be bold, bold, motivated and worthy. BMW lifestyle is motivated. yours. Ooh, perfect. Absolutely. BMW lifestyle. I like that. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for joining me and letting me share you with my audience. I appreciate you. Thank you, Miss Marianne. I so appreciate the opportunity. Yes, thank you. And thank you everyone for joining us on this uh, Dynamic Thriving podcast. And be sure and visit my website, maryannpack.com for all of our services. And if you choose to donate and support this work, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, I love you all. And thank you, Tanya. We will talk to you next time. And remember, you are joy looking for a way to express.